Hello everybody, you're welcome once again to another episode of Ugo's Take. My name as always is Ugo Amadi and to, in today's show we'll be looking at um, essentially two main topics and we'll dive straight in. First off is my Kickstarter Chronicles. My Kickstarter Chronicles, what do I mean? My experience in trying to start a Kickstarter or just um, trying to do a Kickstarter campaign to crowdfund for various projects I have on hand, especially uh, my comic books that I've been trying to do for a couple of months now. So essentially, I want you listeners to learn from my, I wouldn't say failures, but the obstacles I've had with regards to um, doing a Kickstarter because I haven't had the best experiences or would I say I've not been as successful as I thought I would be or as I was hoping I would be but I'm not giving up I'm still on it and then the second um, topic for today would be SARS the SARS debacle you know the SARS debacle we have to talk about it going on in Nigeria and the end SARS campaign wherever you are whether it's social media whether you're you can march on the streets of Lagos or march on the streets of Port Harcourt or even march on the streets of London or Washington. Go to the embassy near you and let your voices be heard because this is serious. This is a really serious matter that we have on, on hand that we have to deal with um, as um, Nigerians and everyone who loves Nigeria, everyone who has an affinity to Nigeria and everyone who loves humanity in general. So it's something that we must look at. And I, and on the one hand, there's something positive that's happened, but I don't feel it's sufficient. I don't feel it's quite what we we want at, at this point. I feel mm, maybe it's not what we're looking for, but probably it's a step. So I would just go straight into the first topic before I digress on um, this end of campaign. So my Kickstarter Chronicles. So um, I've been working on my comic books for some time, working with some amazing artists to get my comic book out there, uh, Wahala Comics. So you can follow it on Instagram. If you're on Instagram, it's at Wahala Comics. That's at W-A-H-A-L-A-C-O-M-I-C-S, all one word, on Instagram. Now, what has been my experience so far? I've had two Kickstarter campaigns that haven't been successful, but I've learned from them. You know, before I started my Kickstarter campaign, I used to think that um, I used to think that you have an idea and you show your idea, uh, you create enough for people to identify your idea, for people to see what your idea is, and then to support you, um, to help you generate funds to bring your idea to fruition to bring your ideas to life but i've come to realize that your work must actually be like it's ready to go like it's a shop you know like it's ready off the press and people can just pay as a back you they can get so your work must look finished so that's one thing i've had to learn with regards to um kickstarter you know, 
Um, and then again, although you compare with Indiegogo, where they say you could get your funds, you could you get your funds flexibly. That is, you could receive your funds as donations are made, or as contributions, or as people back your campaigns. So, but the same thing still applies to Indiegogo and, and applies to GoFundMe or GoFundMe. Your work must seem like or look like it's done. It's ready to go. It's ready to be printed. Set to go. And then maybe if you're doing like I'm talking about comics now, if maybe you haven't done the lecturing, but you've done the sequential pages, you've done your covers, you've done the color, of course you've done pencils, inking, and you've also done your your coloring, you've got your pages complete and set and ready to print. Maybe you haven't done your lecturing, maybe there's there are one of the things that you still have to tweak here and there. But maybe your essentially your work has to be like 85% to 90% set to go out to um, customers to go out to people who would and um, buy and read your book. So that's something I've, I've got to learn and I've got to add that to my, should I say, my experience bank because everything in life is experiences. We build on our experience and then whether good or bad, we turn those experiences to fuel to take us forward. Now, like I said earlier on, I had two Kickstarter campaigns and I would say they haven't been the best like in terms of success or what I was expecting. Um, I didn't get the support I thought I would get. But then again, when I retrospectively or I retrospectively introspected. Now, let me explain what I mean. Now, thinking back and then thinking inwards thinking looking at myself my cognitive process thinking I'm looking at myself and looking at the work I've done I look at what I have actually put out on Kickstarter I looked at myself and said hmm maybe if you had done something a bit better you would have had more support you would have had more people willing to back and um, support you because you have to look at how people think and you have to understand what's going on in the minds of people and their experiences as well because it's quite possible it's really quite possible that you've had people over time they say they have a project that they need backing on and then it comes on kickstarter and then you have people um, make donations or make pledges end of the day nothing comes nothing comes to fruition people are scammed out of their income hard and money because you have to realize that's how realize as well is that people are actually spending their hard-earned money and they deserve some sort of service some sort of um, enjoyment from the donations they've made and they also need substantial evidence to show that yeah this person who has his work out there is really really serious that's one and then secondly this person isn't a fraudster that's the one and also kickstarter is a beehive of similar projects similar campaigns 
is, is a beehive of similar campaigns because just take indie comics which i've been doing for the past few months on kickstarter trying to have my campaign um backed and all that on kickstarter several 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 you know indie comics on kickstarter so you know you're competing with people and most people that go on kickstarter to back um campaigns to back projects on kickstarter aren't billionaires and millionaires that have money to fit away these are people that maybe the workers or the blue color workers white color workers or they're just artisans or they could be artists as well or indie comic makers as well you know that love comic books and want to get comic books. they may just be collectors too so why do i mean is probably they don't have the most income they don't have the most money you know so they have to manage their money prudent prudently if there's a word like that they have to manage their money properly and ensure if they have 10 pounds or 40 pounds to uh, support a pro to support projects with they didn't just throw it around and they give it to the best and which they feel would give them the best value for their um for their um money and so if you have in your project going on kickstarter then you have to make it look what your while you know you have to make it look like yeah if i put my 10 pounds on this put my five my um 15 dollars on this but put my 12.5 euros on this yes it's actually going to mean something and i'm actually going to get something very good so that's one thing i've learned from kickstarter and you should also learn that as well if you don't know it already probably um because i know many of my listeners are indie comic and creators themselves so i'm guessing they may already know this or will already know this you know and also there's the publicity side of things there's the pr side of things there's the marketing side of things where you maybe have to go on uh friends um creators uh, communities on social media you could go on to uh, facebook you have a lot of groups uh, for creators and have your work on there and also something that's important as well that i've come to notice sometimes you may need to get your backers from outside from outside the virtual world you know you may need to get your backers from people you interact with on a daily basis that is when you go to the shops the shops where you shop regularly you meet the people there you tell them gently and you should don't force them and you should be understanding and you don't want to um drown people with your campaign so subtly now you do with the groups virtually on social media be it your instagram your facebook your snapchat whatever that you use you do that but you also meet people face to face because it's like you're selling your product that's when i've come to realize it's not just something you're creating for a public enjoyment you should understand that it's a business as well and you have to sell your product you have to sell your product 
and while i'm on the issue of um kickstarter or on the topic of kickstarter my um indie comic i've gone back again like i said Nev, don't give up don't give up and say oh come on i feel the first time i'm gonna stop here and that's it i'm done i'm done don't give up you keep at it you keep at it you keep at it so this is my third kickstarter hopefully i get um what um i want i get the kind of backing that i want now you can go and back my kickstarter right now you just press pause on on this or you could put your headphones on and you go on to kickstarter wahala comics individual titles that's the name of the uh, campaign is wahala comics individual titles so i'm looking at working on creating four individual titles now there's the green eagle first flight there's the ghost oni the spirit of nigerian vengeance there's blast a blast of speed and there's a kina banished so these are books that i'm going to i'm going to bring out this uh with this campaign and hopefully um, i get your back in and also i'm not relying solely on kickstarter but i want to use kickstarter and my uh, and bootstrap uh, and partly bootstrap that is slow down a bit partly kickstarter and then partly bootstrapping from my own direct funds you know so why should you back my campaign is because the stories are unique the characters are different you've never seen anything like them i'm not saying you see men with 15 hands but in in the, in the, in the comic world i bet you haven't seen characters like this ever you haven't seen characters with real oomph with real heart as you would see in um this book so once you back the kickstarter what would you get from my kickstarter campaign the present one is ongoing now if you back um if you, if you you could have one digital copy and one paperback copy you could choose if you want if you want both of them to be the same title that's up to you or you could also get um two digital copies and one um two digital copies or one and one um <clears throat> paperback copy so that's something really right as you're getting three comic books all at once so now that's for that now back to like the chronicles i've to be honest i've not done as much PR as I should. That's for the last one, for the first, for the first two, for the previous two. You know, have not. I didn't do as much um, PR as I should do, or I should have done. You know, so mm, that's a lesson I've learned. So with Kickstarter, things you should take from what I'm saying is, firstly, it's not just your ideas in your bare form. Your ideas in the bare form wouldn't work wouldn't get you the backing you think you need and if you're using kickstarter if you're looking for 200 pounds for instance even if you get 199 pounds 0.99 you're not getting the money so you must get your full funding your full funding to your full funding must be met your full 
budget that you've placed on Kickstarter must be met by your backers then and only then can you get the funds and then go on to do the stuff so one point one point uh, or one lesson i want you to take home as you're listening this listening to me or hearing the sound of my voice whether it's on spotify or you're listening directly on anchor or you've clicked on the link on instagram or on facebook or on twitter one thing i want you to know is this save before you start save and maybe get 200 pounds 300 pounds 400 pounds or if it's dollars maybe you get 600 dollars you know save euros maybe you get 550 euros save and have that in your kitty and then use that to build your portfolio before you go on to Kickstarter. but i mean you create your characters you have three four pages and then you have it on kickstarter now what that's one lesson to, to be learned another lesson to be learned is there are various artists you can use there are the, some artists who charge you upwards of 150 pounds 200 pounds for just maybe a cover or a concept uh, character concept creation you know so don't get discouraged go into uh, facebook creator groups go into facebook fan groups and you see some artists that are ready to um offer you or charge you 30 30 pounds 50 pounds you know 50 something dollars to get it done so sometimes the arts may not be as as great as the other artists that you you think is charging you 100 pounds or 200 pounds but you start and sometimes even the artists that charge 50 pounds you know or 35 pounds or 40 pounds are very good very very good you know they're trying to make your way in and also you can also find some artists especially with coloring because for me the most important important part of the artwork is not the colors the colors make the characters pop that's 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 for sure but the most important part of the characters in terms of the artistic work that goes in is penciling and then inking because this really establishes the foundational base of the characters themselves so you don't want to meet an artist that doesn't quite meet the foundational base of your characters you know the facial features the body features the muscular features and things like that so you want to ensure that that aspect is done so for coloring you can see some artists that are just trying to learn and get their name out there they may charge you very very low prices to get the coloring done or some might even be free you know it could even be for free because they're trying to get themselves out there so second lesson get into groups get into groups social media groups or if you're lucky enough that you're in university get into groups where you meet young artists that are looking for uh, for illustrating illustrating jobs they're looking for jobs to do so that's the next lesson you should learn get into groups and the last lesson that I've mentioned while I was talking is don't give up. 
don't give up don't give up because it can be crushing can be so crushing when you feel like you've done all you need to do you know when you feel like you've done all you need to do and yet you've not got the back end that you 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 feel that your work deserves deserves but don't give up go at it again learn from your mistakes learn from from um the errors you've made learn from other kickstarter campaigns as well go on kickstarter once you have a kickstarter profile you'll be able to access and look at what other creators are doing what other um project makers have done how um, their work looks how their project looks like and then you can draw um, from the experiences so um thank you all for listening keep listening because it's not the end of the show we're going on to the second uh, topic of the day in the second segment so just grab yourself a cup of coffee grab yourself a cup of tea grab yourself your a cup or a bottle of your favorite drink and chill listen to the interlude the mu- music let it serenade you and i'll be back in a few seconds hello everybody um thanks for waiting a couple of seconds and now i'm going to dive straight into the second topic of discussion for discussion in today's um, episode now answers 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 you know that's been making the rounds social media and we've seen campaigns going on protests matches going on you know in london going on washington going on as well in nigeria abuja lagos and in most of the cities in nigeria and now what has been the issue with sars i think for most of us sars has been very heavy-handed you know especially for people who live right in nigeria there's been complaints there have been you know heartbreaks because these guys that work for sars i think what do they call them is it the special anti-robbery something that what is it recovery squad or something that's what their name is meant to be you know but it seems like they've taken it upon themselves to attack young men under the guise of oh these guys are uh, internet thrusters or how uh, they're usually referred to in nigerian parlance as yahoo yahoo boys and things of the sort now for me i'm not saying don't arrest corrupt individuals or don't arrest people you you suspect but that's the point you arrest suspects you don't kill suspects you arrest suspects you arrest suspects you don't you don't kill suspects even criminals that are condemned you know they have been um, taken to court formally charged prosecuted before a competent court of justice before a court that has jurisdiction 
oversaid matter to hear those those cases to hear those claims even those people are not just killed even in countries where you have death penalty as as a legitimate sanction you know so how do you kill someone on the road because you feel he's carrying a laptop what have you said the laptop why not okay he's carrying a laptop he um in your mind he looks for the lens you arrest him you do your investigations at the end of the day you can say okay we see nothing is on your system nothing's on your laptop we're sorry you can be on your merry way then again on the other hand on other side of things i mean you can say okay we've discovered xyz on your laptop on your computer on your phone whatever and then you charge the person to court formally following due process following due process always and then the child before the court they get their lawyers they go to the court the prosecution cross-examines them and then the judge goes on to pass his judgment or her judgment and then if they're found guilty straight to the prison to the prison cells and then that's where they remain for however how long their offenses uh, are meant for you know however how long the jail term is meant for or whatever fine they're meant to pay but just the mere fact that you see someone with blonde straight hair or blue hair or earrings that doesn't give you the right to kill anybody to shoot anybody not even injure anybody even if someone is resisting arrest you don't have the right to take the person's life you don't if someone is resisting arrest you are a trained law enforcement officer you should be able to hold the person down tie him down tie her down you should be able to do that but you don't shoot at someone except it's there it's clear in the laws except it's met with deadly force if the if the person involved takes up a gun and starts shooting at you then you're trying to defend yourself or he's about or she's about to kill people then is then as a police officer you should go on to do that then you should go on to in, in a bit to defend those people that you 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 swore you, you swore to defend and protect then you you can go on to take those measures but not when someone is just carrying a laptop or driving at night and then you say oh you must be a criminal i'm going to kill you and the problem is the problem is there is no accountability there's no one saying how come do you, how come you did that that's wrong and that's one problem i've always had with special military special police force that's op- that operate outside the remit of regular police officers so they use that license to operate in any way they like and do whatever they want to do and that is really 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 sad really sad really sad there should be some sort of accountability and once again i will go back to say 
I'm not saying if you see someone you suspect to be a criminal as a trained police officer, you know, you've seen his movement, you've seen the, what he's doing, you know, you've actually, you actually have some sort of tangible evidence or some very cogent circumstantial evidence that points to the guilt of that person in that point in time. You go and you question the person, you arrest the person if need be, take the person to the station, read him or her, his or her right, and then you remind them in police custody. Give them the opportunity to call the lawyer, call their family, and let things be done civilly. Let things be done humanely. Rather than, oh, you look, and then you kill someone. Once you take a life, that's it. And then, no accountability. Now, I've been really impressed with Nigerians all over the world standing up against these um, incidences of violence that have been going on. You know, I'm happy with, I'm really glad that certain celebrities, not all of them, I wish a lot more had come out, but one or two of them, a few of them, like Whiskey, brilliant, came up, it was in London, and he stood up on, on his car and made speeches. Also, Davido, same thing. He came up and did the same. Even non-Nigerians is alike, like Trey Songs, you had Ryan Sterling, come up. But I would like to say, we need more people speaking up about this. And especially my friends, my brothers, and, and other people as well in the US. Because when you had your struggles, when you had your challenges, when um, you're still going on, but when those incidences came up, all over the world, everybody at least that was black stood up in your corner. So now, just because it didn't happen in the US, don't just keep quiet, don't just act like you don't know what's happening. Open up your mouth and speak. Open up your mouth and say something. Show that support that the world showed for you, showed to you while you were in your own struggle. While you were in your own struggle. And then, if you don't have a stand, you should have a stand. I'm not going to vilify or criticize anyone, but you should have a stand. Now, there are various ways to show your support. There are various ways to show your support for the cause. If you're on the ground, you can march down to embassies, you can march down to um, government houses, march down to your to the gate of your governor peacefully i i would add peacefully don't cause any damages don't give anyone any excuse to shoot you or to hurt you you walk down you match down showing that showing that emotion so you walk down civilly and you make your points known if you can't do that you use your phone you use social media handles 
and get your voice out there because we all can only win this battle if everyone if everyone puts his or her hands on the plow there is a wonderful saying which is until all men until those who are not affected by an act or an action or a disservice I'm paraphrasing right now or a disservice are equally as outraged as those who are affected then and only then would you have change then and only then would you have change that you need that you think you need that you think you should see don't say oh my brother hasn't died um, on the, the hands of SARS no one has killed him my family was so good so it would never happen to us that's not the point that's not the point in the next minute you could there could be something that your brother your sister or yourself would could be in trouble for so don't slack don't say don't give excuses there are many ways for you to show your support to get your voice heard by the authorities now let's switch gears a bit still on the end SARS on the SARS debacle on the whole story that's been going on now there's been some sort of positive change or step but I don't know about you if you've been following on Instagram if you've been following on Twitter or snapchat or whichever social media and platform you use or you've been watching it on the news I'm not happy with it not one bit it seems to be a positive step but not quite now the presidency and even the IG the Inspector General of Police Adamu Mohammed has come up to say that um, SARS has been dissolved and we're all happy oh yeah yeah come on now SARS is dissolved but really not quite what has happened instead he's saying those men have been in SARS, those officers of in this in SARS would be redeployed to other arms of the police force. No reprimand, no um, being brought to, ju- to justice, no uh, removal from the force. Even the ones who've killed people, we've not heard about about that so far. What we're hearing is they will be redeployed to other arms of the police force. And to make matters doubly, doubly worse, the IG also said that a new special police could be put in place. And who do you think would be put in, in place? Who do you think would be the officers in that new special police force? Yeah. You're right. If you're thinking what I'm thinking, you're right. It would be those same guys who've worked as SARS officers 
that would be made police officers in this new supposed police um, division or department it will still be the same guys the same people and what does that mean and even if it stops at redeployment that means you don't see the SARS uniform but that man that woman that was in SARS that sees you that you raise your voice against against them whether via social media or video or they know that yeah you were one of those guys that were saying and SARS you could be a target and you wouldn't know because they're all wearing the black of the police force you wouldn't know that all oh, they could be wearing the blue on black of the police force as the case may be and then you don't know what's going on you don't know who's who is regular police officer because it's not a thing of the uniform it's a thing of the mindset and the attitude because let's take what has happened now yes the state has dissolved but there's no accountability because if you're a high-ranking officer in SARS, you still end up, from what the IG has said himself, you still end up being a high-ranking officer in the regular police force. And who's to say when the special, the, the new special police force is put in place, who's to say those high-ranking officers they were once in SARS will be put back in that special police force and they'll be back on the road, on the streets. What about some accountability? What about some police process to get these guys removed? What about taking some of these guys to court? How about that? How about we do? How about that happens? These police officers taken to court and they they feel the full weight of the Nigerian law. But what we having for me is unsatisfactory unsatisfactory not one bit i know we all feel some sense of victory yes the name sars has been expunged what if we have robbery super force or anti-robbery super force arsf still the same people still operating with the same mindset still operating without sense of of um, respect for human life still operating with just disgust and disdain and operating without respect for law and due process what then happens we still go back to the same thing still go back to the same thing so for me it seems on the face of it prima facie that it is a positive step but it's still the same thing for instance if I were, if you're going out with someone and the person is wearing a red shirt or red t-shirt and um, a black jean and, and you tell the person um, we're going for a formal dinner it's a black tie, black tie event please go change up and the person comes back with a white t-shirt and a black jean trouser what would you say would you, would you say oh yes you're properly dressed no you still say no my friend you were still informally dressed go dress properly 
So it's not about changing the name of the force or changing the name, changing the uniforms they wear, but actually an attitudinal, attitudinal and structural change. That's what needs to be done. That's what should be done and should have been done. You know, that's what should be done. And as Nigerians and even the international community, we shouldn't and should not let our voices stop because we've taken a giant step. Really proud of everyone who stood up. Nigerian for international people alike, Americans, Australians, British people. We're proud of everyone, you know, that's come up to say something, that have come up to you know, show the support for, for for Nigerian young people that are going through what they've been going through. Really proud, but let's not stop. Mm-mm, let's not stop. Let's keep going on. Let's keep going on. Let's keep going on. And to end this, if I can sort of merge what I've said during the first segment to this is don't give up. Don't give up. That's the only way we win. And that's the only way we'd have what we deserve. So thank you all for listening. Thank you all for following on Spotify or following on Instagram. Once again, my Instagram handle is Ugostake. That is U-D-O-S underscore T-A-K-E. And on Twitter is Stake Ugo. That is S-T-A-K-E-U-G-O. One word. That's one word. One word isn't part of the handle is S-T-A-K-E-U-G-O. All one word. And you could also send me emails to U-G-O-S hyphen T-A-K-E at C-O-O-L-S-I-T-E dot N-E-T. That is Ugostake at coolsite.net. Send me an email. And if you want to participate, if you want to get your voice heard on here, you could send it through. Um, send send me a message via um, Instagram or on my email and I would get back to you and probably send you a link where you could um, send in your questions I could hear your voices so but I would be remiss if at the end of this show or rather if I end this show without giving a few shout shout outs to some indie comic creators out there I'm really impressed with your work and you should check them out on Instagram, you should check them out on Twitter, wherever they are um, first off Comic Book Republic this, what they're doing is phenomenal you should check them out, you should absolutely check them out, and then um, you should also check out Concrete Comics wonderful Onaji Alonzo Star check them out as well, and you should check out Focus I hope I got it right, but it seems I butchered the name. And Black Moss Comics, JB on Comics, my, my brother, my man, Jason Barrett, check him out. I'm JB on Comics. Um, so, Heru, the publishers of Heru, and going on to uh, publish The Age of Heroes and Villains. So check that out, check them out as well. And you can also check out my um, comic book. Wahala Comics, and also my my man, my man TJ Sterling, um, Ray Comics. Check check him out as well because he had a very successful Kickstarter campaign and is doing amazing, amazing stuff 
on the comic book front and if i haven't mentioned your uh name or call that you give a shout out to your comic book i'm sorry but the next show hopefully i will get to it so thanks for listening wherever you're listening from us ireland nigeria you know uk thank you so much i just got the analytics and i've been just amazed at the people i've been able to read the countries i've been able to reach so looking at getting even reaching out to more people and getting touch with more people before hearing what i have to say so thank you all for listening thank you all for sharing and have a beautiful day morning evening wherever you are in the world so enjoy and have a splendid day bye-bye